0: Let's have the scripture verses here before I get started. The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Would you say that to yourself? The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever do not forsake the work of your hands being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of jesus christ that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Amen. Father, thank you for the word today. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who gave himself that we might be with you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit present, even now in this service, who walks with us daily, holding our hand, guiding our lives, giving us God's thoughts, empowering us in God's ways. We thank you today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I feel a little disconnected because I've spent this week not able to attend the prayer services that uh, went on because there's a phrase that says, you know, I was a little under the weather. Uh, uh, the, the weather was, was really quite bad. And uh, uh, but I'm here, and, and you know, uh, I'm energizing my spirit, and uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit, my body'll keep up with it. And uh, uh, I'm here to talk to you this morning. I can say that I'm just so excited about the future. And that has nothing to do with my retirement. <laughs> I'm excited about the future because God has designed the future for me, for you, for Bible Center, for the churches. At every corner, across the world, wherever it's at, small or large, God has. Today I want to talk to us about the finishing touch. The finishing touch. We need truths that are certain in these uncertain times. Those foundational things and those pillars that when the storms of life and the variableness of it and the confusion of it and the seemingly, uh, I mean, uh, uh, whirlpools that suck people in The Lord is—he's made an amazing investment in you. He's made an an amazing investment in you personally. He's made an amazing investment in the church and His purpose and His plan. Imagine that the best investment, first of all, in purchasing you. And he gave up his only begotten son. that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. It was Peter that said you and bought with a price, not of silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Jesus. God's life for your life. That's pretty strong investment, isn't it? He left everything, gave up everything. amazing and so don't you think that if he's invested so much regarding our lives that he's not going to bail Now, we've given him a thousand reasons to bail on us. And you've probably even used that. I don't know why, God, you would, you know, do this because of... My chains are gone. Philippians says, being confident of this one thing that he who has begun is intent upon putting the finishing touches on the work, the work of his hands. Woo! Finishing things is. Probably one of the hardest things for humans to do. We all have probably a purgatory of incompletions. Because life disrupts, life interrupts, it interferes. We almost get there. But not quite. Well, oh, God is a finisher. When he started creation, he finished it. When Jesus hung on the cross, he cried it is finished. finished. Yes, there are many pieces to the puzzle. There are more dimensions and we can even that we can't handle it. But every one of them has God's attention. Bible says that there is one that walks alongside of us daily inspires us and empowers us to pick back up and finish see God wants to put the finish touches on our lives and in the given areas that we feel unfinished in those times when it seems that life has halted your forward progress and it has went ahead and held captive your joy Difficult times that sometimes take away that which is of the kingdom, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Kind of like the disciples on the road to Emmaus when they said, we had thought... and their soul was cast down. Well, our thoughts can just really derail us, can't they? It can. We thought we knew what the picture was supposed to be and discovered that it was nothing like we thought. And... difficult for us did you know that in creation and just because of creation then we can move into redemption but that in creation you know what I mean and particularly for the children of god that the breath that you or the air that you breathe and the ground that you walk on is infused with god's grace I will pour on the just and the unjust alike. Oh, hallelujah. Humanity is a mess. Well, it was a mess before Jesus came. So the mess doesn't, you know... I mean, God just... Rolls up your sleeves and gets in the mess. Let's put it that way. <laughs> because when he made man, he breathed into him the breath of life. Well, right now we are not what we will be. We stumble in the race of life, but the race is not over. God is still perfecting that which concerns you and I. The song Amazing Grace. in the old version says through many dangers and toils and snares, I've already come. How did I do it? Because of his grace. Because the author is not just an author, he's a finisher. Hallelujah. Your faith may have taken and even have on a daily basis ups and downs. And I don't know if it's more downs than ups, but God is not quitting on your faith because he's invested it in you. He who has begun a good work You're a good work. I don't know if, the, if it's just the beginning or the middle or the half three quarters of the way through or right at the end. God's still working on me, working on you. He's got an investment. He not only has an investment in the fact that he went ahead and purchased you and redeemed you, but he also invested, as John said this morning, he put something in us. We have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency of God, excellency of power may be of God and not of ourselves. He, the first thing he's got to do is get us out of the way. Amen. That's right, <laughs> yeah. And then that wonderful power of his, you know, breaks forth in a more glorious way. And I say that in that respect because in, even when we're in our way, God is still with us on our way. Oh, hallelujah. How comforting and how empowering to know that If we are passionately pursuing God and in his purposes, God has passionately committed himself to fulfilling his purposes in us. Take a look at the apostle Paul who was Saul. His life before Paul was was horrendous and yet the scripture says that God separated him from his mother's womb and he called him by his grace wasted years yes or educational years I don't know But God has a way of getting you there. We are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know, you were designed by God you were created with purpose and intent. And he's putting on the finish and touches. Hallelujah. There's a passage of Scripture that's, that says, "Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling." Really what he's saying, he says, work out that which God has worked in. There's a reservoir. There's a seed. There's an investment. That's all you have to do. You don't have to be somebody else, you just have to be who God made you to be. In contrary to the world, it's not all about you, it's about the Creator who made you. Oh, hallelujah. It is God who works in you both to will and to do. Where did you get it from? Where did it come from? Where did the motivation come from? Where did the idea come from? That scripture says that God places the desire. And he gives you the strength to do his purposes. Right. I can tell you this from experience, and you may not be like this, but this is my personality. Many times within that framework, I felt like a failure. But it keeps working to see His good pleasure come to pass in your life. Hallelujah. Wasn't it the Apostle Paul that wrote in Ephesians chapter 4? And God has laid out a, 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 a teaching uh, uh, um, group of people. He calls them the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, and the pastor. He said that they, for the perfecting of the saints, till they all come to the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ. You won't look like yourself when He's done. You'll look a whole lot more like the Master. This morning, church, God's begun a good work. He began a good work individually. Has begun a good work corporately. And he says, I'm in it for the long haul. I've invested myself, my power. He said, I want you to know that there's a great security when you said yes to Jesus. He who begun. John chapter 10, 27, Jesus owns words. He says, my sheep hear my voice and know them and they follow me. Hallelujah. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall... Anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. Oh. Communication. It was numbers chapter 23 verse 19 that God wanted to enforce this truth. You know what I mean about how God finishes what he he begins, you know what I mean? And he says this, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? Said, you can believe me. What an investment he's made. He'll never abandon the work of his own hands. Never. God is faithful. Paul wrote in 1st Thessalonians that this God is able to 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 keep you from stumbling and to present and to present you faultless. And he's faithful he said. He's faithful. The times when you're not faithful, did you know God sticks right there and keeps being faithful of his purpose? Paul wrote to Timothy, encouraging him. He said, even when you're not faithful, God is faithful. Now, maybe there are those that just kind of, you know, grab that and say, well, I'll just, you know, Lay back. It doesn't do that to me. It does. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'll give it another shot. I'll try again. Yes. Church, external things cannot get in the way of what God wants to do. They cannot get in the way what God has in mind. You heard that, didn't you? External things. Yep. The only thing that can get in the way is you miss out on Grabbing a hold of the hand of the Lord. And when the enemy comes and brings these accusations, which he does, he will do. He's not going to stop. Get used to it. He might take a little break. I don't want to scare you, but he will be back. He left Jesus for a little while. Now, it doesn't tell us all the times of the confrontation that Jesus had with with the devil in the scriptures. It only covers a couple of them. But it leaves it open that, (laughs) yeah. Various turns and corners, he showed up and Right now, this moment, God's eyes, according to Second Chronicles chapter sixteen verse nine, is is scouring the earth. It's that He's looking for those that He can show Himself strong on their behalf. And he's saying that those that have made a real commitment whose hearts are loyal to me. Yeah. You might feel That nobody sees. Stay true. God's looking. He will find you. He will find you. You see, God knows how to connect the dots of life. He knows how to get his son into Egypt so he can fulfill the scripture out of Egypt I have called my son. When God connects the dots, it's always not easy. But it's always for the finish and touch. you remember when he went had the prophet go to the potter's house and in that he saw that vessel that was being made, and somehow in the process it you know it got some flaws and it began to Work it and rework it because God's a finisher, He's a finisher. He is a God that never fades or falters in how he cares. Sometimes we make it hard for God. We make it hard for him. Because I don't know how to express it, but we're so hard on ourselves and we don't want to go ahead and mess up again so we're not gonna do nothing at all. That's not the best as yet to kill. quickly go over here to uh... God repurposes our past. He not only forgives our past, but he he repurposes it. It's not lost. Repurposes. I don't know about you, but sometimes I learn more from my mistakes than I do from my, you know, getting it right. Yeah, sure. I I kind of learn more from, you know, somebody doing it wrong than somebody doing it right. Huh. I don't want to do that way, right? I'm not saying that we just do wrong because Paul says, you know what I mean? Well, that's the case. You know, only he uses the framework of sin. Well, if that's the case, I'll just go ahead and keep on sinning because, you know, he says, no, 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 no. (laughs) But God can repurpose it. I remember a song, it wasn't a song that we sang in church, I think it was more of a kid's song, but he's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. He took six days to make the moon and stars. Da-da-da-da-da, that's as far as my memory goes. God knows, according to Psalms one o three fourteen, he says, I know your frailty. I know your limitations. I know you only have so much time. Here's what he said. He knows our frame, and he remembers that we're but dust. God's not being too hard on you. Everybody say Amen. Amen. He's not being too hard on you. How? I know what your weaknesses are. I'm not going to push you over the cliff. I know what your limitations are. I know what I mean. Until I get those limitations expanded, I'm not going to ask more of you. God's so attentive on the details of your life. I think that's what He's trying to say when He says the very hairs of your head are numbered. I don't think I don't think God cares whether you got a. Two, three, or a million. But he says I'd keep track of it. That's how attentive I am. Yeah. God promises that He'll always be present. So let's go ahead and think about that just for a little bit. Boy, oh boy, was that a dead service? Wasn't dead because God wasn't present, it's dead because you were asleep. <laughs> This wasn't a dead service, by the way, okay? Oh, this was a bad day. God was still present. In fact, as the psalmist said, for in the time of trouble, he will hide me. He's present. told his disciples, I will never leave you, nor for sake you. I've been ironing this out all my life. I think I'm finally getting a little closer to it. I really say. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Father. God I just start talking to him. I'm not waiting for him to come. He's already there. Hallelujah. Now, if in my mind I know I have I've done something wrong, you know what I mean? I disobeyed him, or I've sinned, or something like that. I mean, after now I know well enough. I just got to confess it, and I'm just telling. God finishes. God finishes. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear. I will not leave you. So when you know God is present, fear doesn't get that foothold in your life. Courage doesn't get up and run away. You really realize that God is is present I'm going to ask my musicians to come now to the verse if Paul wrote he who has begun a good work in you will complete it in other words, this frame there is perfect it. The one verse was, He will perfect that which concerns me. Whew. You don't need to worry about Scott. You don't need to worry, period, but I mean think. You just need to take care of everyone else. Now, that being said, if you see your brother having difficulty, you're supposed to go to him and help him. But we can make ourselves feel really good if we can make somebody else look really bad. Now, (laughs) anyway, he will perfect. What does it mean? It means having all the required and desired elements, qualities or characteristics, as good as it is possible to be. To make something free of faults and defects or as close to such a condition as is possible. I will see to it in this process. Hmm. And then we read the passage of Scripture regarding the corporate body of Christ, he might present unto himself glorious church, without having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing. It's amazing how many people quit on the church. God says, I won't quit on her. I won't quit on you, and I won't quit on her. I will finish. Then he gives us the picture that she's going to have all the qualities. I think, John, you read something about the characteristics, the qualities there. She'll have all desirable qualities, characteristics as much as possible. Business worker. Who has taken this role and responsibility upon himself? Not me. Not even you. Who's committed? himself and everything of himself to this job god god has made the commitment when it might seem like that God is you can't see working, almost like he's asleep but he told Israel he said I never slumber or sleep God's always awake Young people, got a major life years before you. A lot of things are going to be happening. A lot of dreams that you have, they're going to unfold. And there will be an enemy that wants to steal some of those things out of your life. Just know this morning that God has committed. Psalms 139 says that He made you. You're just as good looking as God wanted you to be. For the world that He set you in. in the world by which he can protect you from. Does how many know that there's a lot of dangerous things and certain elements? And he's gifted you. He's made you. You have talents and abilities and insights oh they may be in raw form but they're there and today you might not even know what you want to do but god already knows what he wants you to do some are not So fortunate. I don't know, Jill, when you knew you was going to be a teacher. You always wanted to be a teacher? Yeah. So was my daughter. always wanted to be a teacher. Not too many people know when they're little. I know what I want to do. I still don't know what I want to (laughs) do. I know what I have to do, you know. I thought about all the various vocations and occupations that I could have, you know, I dream about. And then I go ahead and line up all the things that go with it. I go, no, I don't want that. (laughs) He who has begun a good work. Finish it. We'll complete it. We'll complete it. God can get you and will get you from point A, B, C, D, E, F, G. He okay, will do it. And he does do it. As you stand with me and they sing, I think that God wants you to know the emphasis that He's committed to you. He's committed to you. He's committed to putting the finishing touches. you with the word from Corey Ten Boom. If you look at the world, you will be distressed. If you look within, you will be depressed. If you look to God, you will be at rest. Go with God. Amen because he is committed. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.